Today is April 26, 2023. In this week's issue, one in eight eyes undergoing routine glaucoma care were found to have fast progression of their visual field loss. Epidemiological data showed that ROP increased from 4.4% to 8.1% between 2003 and 2019, especially in low-income Black and Hispanic populations. And 10-year data for tube shunt placement showed good intraocular pressure data, but a high rate of worsening visual acuity and tube failure. Our first article is from Ophthalmology, Fast Progressors in Glaucoma. Slow and steady wins the race. Glaucoma is a major cause of blindness associated with functional disability and poor vision-related quality of life. Fast rates of global visual field loss and central visual field loss are proxies for glaucoma progression. Thus, the purpose of this study was to identify the prevalence of individuals at high risk for functional impairment. Visual field tests for 693 eyes of 461 patients with glaucoma were reviewed. Patients were undergoing routine care and they had a median follow-up period of four and a half years. Quote unquote fast progression was defined as a greater than negative one decibel per year decline in accordance with established guidelines. One in eight eyes, or 12.5% of eyes, under routine glaucoma care were found to exhibit fast progression of global visual field loss. Similar proportions exhibited fast progression in the central 10 degree region, at least a negative 0.5 decibel per year decline. Results from this study highlight the importance of routine monitoring in glaucoma patients to minimize risk of functional disability. Our next article is from JAMA Ophthalmology. Retinopathy of Prematurity, Trends in the United States from 2003 to 2019. What is the landscape of retinopathy of prematurity in the U.S.? Retinopathy of prematurity can lead to poor visual outcomes and blindness in premature babies. Identifying infants and populations at greater risk for retinopathy of prematurity can improve delivery of care and prevention strategies. However, epidemiological data is limited. A retrospective cohort study was performed looking at ROP discharges through an inpatient database from 2003 to 2019 within the United States. All populations saw an increase in ROP during this time frame. Premature infants from the lowest median household income quartile had the highest proportional increase of ROP diagnosis, from 4.9% to 9%. Premature black infants experienced the largest increase, from 5.8% to 11.6%, while Hispanic infants experienced the second largest increase, from 4.6% to 8.2%. This study highlights populations that may require increased attention and care to reduce the incidence and burden of ROP. Our final article is from the American Journal of Ophthalmology. What do we know from a decade of tube shunts? Digest these details from a decade of drainage. Filtration surgeries such as trabeculectomy and tube shunt have become the mainstay of treatment for advanced glaucoma. However, there are relatively few studies that report treatment outcomes beyond five years. This retrospective study reported the 10-year clinical outcomes of tube shunt surgery with both bare velt glaucoma implant and Ahmed glaucoma valve at a tertiary care center. 78 patients were included in the study and had a mean follow-up time of 11.9 years. Of the 85 eyes included, there was a mean preoperative intraocular pressure of 29.2 millimeters of mercury, 
followed by a mean 10 years intraocular pressure of 12.6 millimeters of mercury. Visual acuity worsened by five lines or more in 33 eyes. At 10 years, 48 eyes met failure criteria for the tubes not working, and 29 eyes underwent additional glaucoma surgery, while 34 eyes underwent tube shunt revisions. All in all, intraocular pressure control was a successful outcome for this cohort of patients at 10-year follow-up. However, additional glaucoma surgery and decreasing visual acuity were troublesome sequelae experienced by many. Thus, physicians and patients must engage in cost-benefit analysis when deciding how to treat advanced glaucoma. And to learn more about the lens, you can follow us on Twitter at at the lens underscore OPH and make sure to visit www.lensophthalmology.com to get a full summary of today's research newsletter.